Okay, we're up to page 104 in the booklet. It's a new topic of the Chiyuvim of Shechinim. Anytime you have people who have a shared need, so they become a kind of partners to each other in the sense that they can be required to chip in for these responsibilities. And the questions we're going to look at is how this partnership is formed and when they are required and to what extent, how much does each one have to pay. So the Yisugi begins, it's Tav Zayin Amabez in Bava Basro. Page 104 of the booklet, the Mishnah says, Anyone who's living in a chatzar can be forced to chip in to pay for the things that are necessary to gate off the chatzar. The, 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 the gateway, it's like the, the place where the shamer sits, the door itself. And Shem Gamliel says not all of them are the same, not all of them need it, depending on where it's positioned. You don't necessarily need this special booth at the on the outside for, for a watchman to sit. You force the anyone who lives in a city to build a the wall. And again, the, the, the door special doorways, the bolts needed to seal the doors. Again says not every city needs the same things. How long do you have to be living in a city to be considered one of the city people to be required to chip in? You'd be chedesh either 12 months that you're living there, or if you bought a house there, then immediately you become like one of the townspeople and you're required to chip in for all these things. Rashi explains, Anyone who lives within a courtyard who doesn't want to chip in for the expenses, he can be forced. He can be forced to chip in to have this booth for the watchman to stand there, or to sit there in the shade and keep people from looking into the chatzar. Going now to page 105, we have a Gemara above Metzio. A very fascinating Gemara. And again, we're in people who are not really partners. They never signed up to be partners, but they share a responsibility. They share a need, and therefore, they can be forced to chip in. So, but here already we have a, the difference in the level of need. So, it says the Gemara Omer Yehuda. This is page one hundred five. Gemara Yehuda says when it comes to digging out the river. So, in other words, you have a river that's flowing. And the fields need the water. So when it comes to digging out that, that river, the lower fields, the lower people, they have to chip in or physically help out with the people higher up to dig through it because they need the water coming down. So every person who's a step down needs all the people on top of him to allow that river to flow through. But the upper ones don't have to help the lower ones. They don't need them. The upper ones don't have to help the bottom ones because they don't really care where the water goes as long as their field is irrigated. They don't care what happens later. It's only the lower fields that want to make sure that the river keeps flowing downwards so that they'll have water. And the opposite would be true when it comes to draining rainwater. When it comes to draining the rainwater, so there, the upper ones are the most in trouble. They need this rainwater to get all the way down. If it's blocked at any point, then they're still going to remain flooded. So, But the bottom ones, they don't really care if the rainwater gets stuck on top. They'd prefer it not, not come down in the first place. So therefore, they don't have to chip in for those who are draining it to get it to them. They don't want this water. It's only once it gets down to their level, that's when they have to do their part to get rid of it. Tanam Yochidei Baisa says this as well. If you have three gardens 
that they all get their water from one spring, and the spring gets ruined, all of them have to help out the one who's highest up. All of them have to help them, him, fix up the spring so that the water will flow from him downward. So the bottom one, he has to help along with all the ones who are above him. But when it comes to their own field, they, they you know the, the space by themselves, they're, they, they're all alone, they have to do it themselves. If you have five courtyards that they all drain their water into one main pipe, and the pipe gets ruined, they all have to chip in with the bottom one. The upper one, he has to pay, chip in with all the ones below him, because they need a clear path for through the, till, till, all the way till the bottom. But the top one, he has to do it all by himself because no one really cares if the water is stuck by him. And as Rashi points out, really, they prefer it stay upward. So they, not only do, don't they need it, they prefer that they, they're doing themselves a disservice when, when he clears himself out. So therefore, he has to do it himself. Going now to page 106, we have the Nesivas. The Nesivas is the, the, pretty much the first one to put this in as a rule, this whole concept that people who share a responsibility become like partners and they can be required to chip in for each other. He's the first one to put it in down as, as a halacha. So Nesivas in Kofayin Ches, Sivka and Gimel towards the end, says the Nesivas, Vafilu b'shnaim she'enon shutfin. Even if you have two people that are not shutfin altogether, Anytime you have something that is required for both of them, and one of them doesn't want to do it, the other one can force him to chip in and do it. They bring several rayas throughout, throughout the halachas to this concept. First he says, Members of a city can force each other to chip in for things that they need. Same thing with members of a mavoy, when it comes to hiring an army to fend off attackers, it says any city that it's likely that will be attacked has to chip in to thwart this the the the, the, in, the incoming the incoming invaders. This is not similar to a case where one person surrounds his neighbor with walls. And there we say that the one who's being surrounded does not have to chip in. There, because the one who's being surrounded doesn't require to be surrounded altogether. He can claim that I don't need all this stuff. I'm happy with a very cheap um, wall, cheap um, blockage around my field. So the fact that you're putting up expensive walls, that's on you. But something that both of them, they can actually force each other. It's clear in the, in the Mishnah, in the Tesefta. Members of a bika, which is a valley, you know, it's a place of all the fields, they can be force each other to chip in to build the ditches around it so the animals can't get in. Anything that's required, it's necessary for both of them. Neither one can help themselves. The only way one of them can do it is by helping both of them. So they both have to chip in. Here quotes this Gemara that we said in Bavin Tzio. You have five chatzers that they all, the water pool, all pours into one drain pipe. They all have to help the bottom. The water will get blocked 
as when it's passing the first one. Again, why can't one of them say, I don't care that my field is getting ruined? Let it get ruined, I don't care. So it must be that's not an option. You can't do that because um, they, since they share this need, so it's required. If only the bottom guy would be getting would be getting flooded, then he, he can't force anyone to help him out. Well, now that the top one also needs it, now he can force all the way down to the bottom. So now he has to kasha. Over there it says, if two people locked in jail, and one of them bribed his way out, and now they let the other one out too, or he dug a tunnel, and now both of them got out. So there we say, the, the, if the guy did it for himself, they never made up that they're going to chip in, so then, then he, it's, we say, it's and the, whatever this guy paid, he paid, and the other guy doesn't have to chip in. They weren't in jail for the same thing. Technically, it would have been possible for one guy to be save himself without the other. So then, there we have these halachas, that if one of them did it all for himself, the other guy is allowed to make use of what he did, what he did and not pay him for it. But they're both in jail for the same purpose, and they're in the same situation. The only way to get one out is by getting both of them out. He can force the other one to chip in. Just like when we have the halachas in Simrishayim Beis of a caravan that is being approached by a marauding band, by pirates or something like that. So they each have to chip in whatever it costs to fight to fight them off, or or when they're demanding a certain amount, they each have to to pay, either kafi the amount of money they have, or or based on the amount of people, depending on the case. What's the difference if you're dealing with an army or if you're dealing with the with the government that that, that puts someone in jail? Same idea. So therefore, if Balas came up with moment, if 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 they if they came for money, then you make the chesed based on the money. If you made the came for the nefashas, you make the chesed based on the nefashas. Same thing with Allah of the svarim. The case of the svarim over there. For Zener Lefin is daiti. Says in the Sivas appears already bechidish. To who had in b'ayis am a shutov shenafalish rakakarka. If you have a a a a house that's owned by two shutov and it collapses, now there's only the land. And this land is not intended for anything other than building. So so one partner can force the other to rebuild. That's like saving from Hezek. Why, where's the Hezek? This is not like a capital investment that one partner cannot force his other partners to make capital investments. Since this plot of land is not intended for anything else, so it's like it's 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 in a state of ruin and needs repair until it has a house on it. So therefore, they can force the other the other the other shotif to chip in the expenses of rebuilding. Okay, we'll stop here.